0: Welcome to the Glow Getters Podcast. My name is Kayla Fahey Arndt, and I'm your host. I teach and inspire leaders to step into their productive selves and find their true potential. I'm a passionate creative and scientist with over eight years of healthcare leadership experience. At age 25, I stepped into my first management role and didn't find the leadership advice I was looking for. So here I'm giving you the tools to end burnout and enjoy a vibrant career and life. Glad you're here to learn and grow with me. Now, on with the show. Hey, hey, Glow Getters podcast listeners, thanks for listening. This is episode 105. This is Kayla, I'm your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back. I hope everyone's doing well. I am excited to talk about today's topic, which is intentional growth. Um, But I also want to talk about a recent podcast I listened to um, from the Harvard Business Review. And the title, the name of the podcast is called Women at Work. And it's episode five, I think it's season... Well, I don't know what season, but um, it's a recent one, and it's the title is "If We Want Equity." work needs to be less greedy. Super interesting. So um, yeah, we'll dive into the topic. But again, I want to do my own desperation moment and remind you to leave a good rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts so I can give you a shout out on the air and say thank you for listening. I really want to know what key nuggets you take away from the episodes, what you're enjoying, and what you'd still like me to talk about so that I can keep creating content for you and um, keep giving you information to come back to listen to. So if you would please do that, I would love it. And I will definitely give you a shout out and send you some freebies in your email if you should choose to do so. Uh, also, I want to let you guys know and remind you that if you like planning, if you like to watch videos of me, I do have a YouTube channel. You could just find me at Kayla Fahey Aren't if you Google or YouTube search my channel, Kayla Fahey Aren't. And most recently, I've been posting a lot of videos on planning um, because um, I think that having intentional tools to help you uh, document where you want to go, where you want to be and where you are today is really helpful for being a successful leader. Um, And people on YouTube tend to like plan with me type of videos. So go check those out. I have a recent video showing you the intentional growth planner that I'm going to talk about today so that you can check it out, look at the flip through, see all the different templates that I'm going to be talking about in today's episode. And if you like you know, the videos that I post on there, you can search on my, um, playlist on the YouTube channel and you'll find things like, uh, you'll find things like leader standard work, leading teams, productivity, mental, and physical health. And you can go back in the archives. There's probably over a hundred videos on there now. Um, some with me, you can see me speaking some with me just doing screen shares of my planner. And so all of the above, check it out. And I would so appreciate if you would subscribe, if you haven't already. All right. So today's topic is I want to talk about intentional growth. And then I just want to talk about um, one of the podcast episodes that I just recently listened to that's sort of related um, and just think it's an uh, interesting concept. So um, intentional growth. So it, it kind of goes back for me, my story of starting out as a leader officially in healthcare. So way before that I had been leader of student groups and I've always held good positions at the different places I worked, you know, whether it was in high school or when I came home from college, um, informal leadership. And so always trying to strive to be better and learn and, and, you know, grow and gain as much knowledge as I possibly could. I think that's just something that people that are similar age to me, they're, they're always wanting to learn and grow and, 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 uh, you know succeed in in a lot of different areas not that other generations don't want that I think they do but I think they tend to stay in like one niche whereas uh people in in, um I guess I would say millennials tend to be like multi um multi uh interested (laughs) maybe too much right to the point where it's like ah what should I be doing right but it lends itself to just consistent growth and uh, being really good at a lot of different things and enjoying a lot of different things in life. And so when I first became a formal leader in healthcare at my workplace, I knew I had to like push the gas on learning in my current role because there was no one to train me um, formally and I was sort of creating things from the ground up I had a lot of good mentors don't get me wrong a lot of people who could tell me what they've done what's worked for them give me guidance so I definitely use that as part of my growth and development plan but really it was on me to look at the things that I wasn't doing well that I needed to hone in on and things I wanted to do even better right So I started reading a lot of books, I started listening to a lot of podcasts, and this also coincided to when I joined uh, this workout program through Beachbody, and one of their core pillars is personal development. I thought that's so amazing. If you want to be a better human, you need to dig deeper. It can't just be external, like, oh, I look good, right, of working out and getting chiseled. It has to be from the inside out. I have to feel good about myself and, and have confidence, And so I became really "quote unquote" intentional about personal development. I'm very aware of what I was putting in my brain and the thoughts that I had. And so as time has gone on, this has really helped me break down the areas of leadership that I need to look at to be a better leader. You know, look at some of the inner dialogue that I tell myself. Look at help other people realize the stories they're telling themselves. You know, all of this like you know, basically life coaching type of thing. Um, And so that's why I started coaching leaders. I wanted to help people find success every day and show them that it didn't have to be related to burnout, right? And so through that, there's this theme of personal development and growth that comes through this entire narrative And so eventually I created the leader standard workbook last summer, which has leader standard work tools, which is really a tool to help you know whether or not you're successful every day based on the limits and the the definitions you've created for yourself, which is great. But nowhere in that planner does it talk about... Like what books are you reading? or what podcasts are you listening to? What are your, like, there are personal and professional growth templates, uh, goal setting templates, I should say, but they're related to the organization's perspective about how you're doing, not like your inner work, right? And there's templates like one-on-one meeting templates and, um, and project management templates, right? Those are great tools and strategy for work, but I wanted something consolidated where it could document, you know, how I was growing. And so I was doing this in all these different journals and planners, even in my leader standard workbook. And I was like, enough. <laughs> so I just decided to create my own planner and I called it the Intentional Growth Planner. And so, like I said, it's on my YouTube channel. I, I just posted it. You can grab it too if you'd like. Um, but I just started using it and I'm really happy about it. It has five different sections. It has a purpose section, which walks you through Um, you know, your ideal day and your purpose, talking about your values and the legacy you want to leave and what knowings you have and what has felt right, what signs have you been given? And, you know, how do you want to feel at the end of the day? How do you want to make people feel? It has a template for a wellness wheel to evaluate different areas of your life to, you know, to really reflect on what's going well and what's not going so well and what can I do about it? It's got templates for a vision board, the second section is a goal setting section. It has um, a template for smart goal setting and it really breaks down what you need to do every month, week and day to accomplish your goals. And one of my goals that I'm really excited about is to Learn and dig deeper into different areas that American issues for Americans like climate change, like healthcare, like the economy, like infrastructure. I've been listening to Jen Psaki's, the press secretary's daily brief of the press every single day, almost every single day since Biden came into the office. And it's so interesting. And I feel like I've learned a lot, but I want to learn even more. There's a habit tracker, which helps you identify habits you want to do every day or every week or every month and how you can reward yourself for those. In the next section, it's a mind, it's a mindset section with a template for gratitude and affirmations, a section for journaling, and a section to capture any quotes that you love that are inspiring to you. I love to start my day with gratitude and affirmations as well as some morning pages or journaling to get out of my head and onto paper. And I've been really missing that during maternity leave just because I'm constantly just feeding my son. And so I just feel like if I can have a template everything's consolidated in one place I can take just one minute to write down three things I'm grateful for right the next section is the growth section I actually have templates for taking notes on the books that you're listening to or reading and that you can give a rating and recommend I love it because I don't always have a place to take notes on books that I'm not like physically reading Um, I've been doing a lot of audible lately just because it's easier for me And so this gives me a place to come back to to write notes as I'm listening. And I also have a template for writing notes for podcasts, which is really how I started using this growth, um, intentional growth planner and listening, listened to that Harvard Business Review Women at Work podcast. So I was able to take notes on that episode and take a screenshot of the episode number and podcast so that I can go back to it if I want to, which is wonderful. I'm always wanting to quote podcasts and I never remember which one it is. And then the last section is a planning section. It has a yearly future log. So you can look at the entire year at a glance. And this is really something I've borrowed from bullet journaling, which I love. And it has two undated calendars for you with a Monday or a Sunday start. So you can plan out your whole month of growth, intentional growth and development. Has a mood board. I saw someone on YouTube who was doing a monthly mood board because Each month is part of a different season, and each season has a different mood, right? So your, like, October mood board is going to be so different than, like, your spring-March mood board, right? And just gets you kind of in the vibes for how you want to feel and what's your headspace for that month. And then there's two um, weekly pages, um, templates. One is a two-page spread, and one is a one-page spread with different focus uh, boxes or checklists for you there, And then I'm not really calling this like a section, but I do have different note-taking templates. So I have lined, graph, blank page, and um, dotted pages for you. So I'm really excited to start sharing more about this. So if you don't follow me on Instagram at leavehappymethod, definitely check it out. That's where I take pictures and share reels related to the Leap Happy Method or the leader standard workbook and I'm definitely going to be sharing about the intentional growth planner on there as well giving you inspiration for how to use it so the first way I want to talk about is definitely the notes I've taken from this podcast episode I listened to from the Harvard Business Review Women at Work episode five if we want equity work needs to be less greedy and it's something I've been thinking about too as I've been at home on maternity leave so What's an equitable job? Well, they talk about equitable jobs in the uh, mindset that equitable jobs are more have more flexibility. So jobs that have someone who can be a substitute for you. So they gave the example of a pharmacist. So pharmacists fill orders for drugs and do other things, right? And there are standard operating procedures and um, specific duties and tasks that pharmacists have. If a pharmacist needs to take the day off, there's always another pharmacist that can fill in. They have a substitute. And therefore, people can take vacation. They can be home with their sick kid. um, They can flip-flop with their spouse or partner support person if they need to. Whereas other jobs where maybe you're part of a diverse team that there's only one of you, like maybe one project manager or one lawyer, it's a lot harder to be replaceable or have a substitute. So those are less equitable jobs. So in this podcast episode, the women um, were talking about how, oh, but, you know, I'd love to have a substitute so I can take time off, but I don't want anybody to be able to do the work as good as I can. I thought that was really interesting because a lot of what I preach on this podcast is you should always work to be replaceable. The job of a leader is to help others develop themselves and eventually, like, make space for them to develop themselves so they can maybe take over your work and you can move on to the next great thing. I think it's also um, just like a you know a really good. Um, how do I want to say this? It speaks volumes for you if you can take time off and your team can pick up and work without you. Uh, I think people think the opposite, like, oh, they, I guess they don't need me or they don't need you if they can continue on without you. But actually, it means that you, as a leader, have prepared them well for your absence. You never want people to depend on you so much so that the work can't carry on. Um, and so, if you're finding that at work, maybe you need to think about how do you leave your legacy and develop others' in a better way or more sustainable way so that the job is more equitable, so that it's that there is someone who is a substitute for you. And you can do this through documenting your work, the work that you do. That's standard work, right? Your leader standard work, communicating clearly and making sure people understand, you know, what does this work mean? And you can do that through handoffs and building relationships with other people. You can also think of this as like three deep. I've talked about this before in the podcast, but having a backup for your work, if you should be gone, there needs to be redundancy in your role. And um, maybe, or you could think of it as an understudy in a play, right? So your understudy usually has a different role in the play. It doesn't mean that they're not working and that they're just waiting around to be you. It means they already have a role, but in your absence, they'd fill in for you and someone would fill in for them. You can think of it as your understudy. Now what do they talk about when they say work needs to be less greedy for us to have more equitable jobs? They define greedy work as work that's like all consuming. It's the long hours. It's the overtime. It's the extra demand of the work. And when we say greedy, we mean everyone involved is greedy. So it's the workplace is greedy. They're demanding more time of you. You're greedy because you want to do that work because maybe it helps you get more money. Even though you might be burnt out and dissatisfied, you're like, this is going to help me gain more money. Or maybe you're thinking this is going to help me get that next promotion because I'm going to work so hard hard i'm gonna outwork others and that's what they call greedy work now uh i think we all realize after 2020 that greedy work isn't uh great for our mental and physical health (laughs) it can really have a damper on us and it can really um if an organization is too focused on productivity and efficiency it can really um force you into burnout and lead to employee disengagement and a lot of turnover. So I think we do as workplace, um, uh, you know, as employers, as leaders need to think about like how much greedy work are we expecting of ourselves and our employees? Is that sustainable? And um, is it necessary to "quote unquote" get ahead? Do we really have to have this greedy work? And I think when I see people doing greedy work now, especially leaders that are above me in the organization, I think, oh man, you know, couldn't they like delegate that down? <laughs> and sometimes I think that's great. I'm so happy they're taking care of things and putting in the elbow grease, but at the same time, like what kind of role model are they for the rest of us? Like, should we all be killing ourselves over the work? I don't really think so. So this conversation really got me thinking and um, it talked about, you know, what will our generation choose in terms of work? So this whole podcast episode was around the study that was done and the work and the study is data is still coming in for millennials. But if you think about women, Um, And let's just specifically talk about women in the workplace. In the 1920s, they were really, women had jobs and then they had families. And then from 1920 to 1940, they had their career and then they had their family. In the 50s, family was first, women stayed home and then they had their career. And then in the 70s, they sort of defined this group as like the workaholic and those afterwards, sort of that workaholic. I don't know, you know, I'm 30, I'll be 32 this year or next year, I'm 31 think about my mom and you know she's a wonderful human I love her so much but she's definitely a workaholic (laughs) and she has two jobs she works at a school uh, she's a special education teacher and she's a district administrator for special education she does that after she gets done teaching kids um, during the day so she's definitely a workaholic and damn good at her work right so what will my generation choose and I think you'll see and I'm what I'm seeing is we want Both. We tend to have careers and families probably at the same time, but we also want to have sort of a side hustle or a hobby that's just for self development, (laughs) like what I'm talking about, and fulfillment. And it has nothing to do with family or work. And, um, you know, my side hustle or, you know, my hobby or my small business, I should say, um, is related to leadership. So it's related to my work, but it also really lights me up. And I have creative outlets and making planners and and doing art and all of that. And that's for my own self-development, it has nothing to do with anyone else. And so we want the choice, I think. We definitely want the choice. And so in this podcast, they said, you know, equity is a decision and a negotiation. And I think what they meant was you don't want anybody to decide for you. Um what is equitable, right? We don't want anyone, especially your employer, to force that greedy work on you. That's a decision you need to make for yourself. Are you gonna do greedy work or are you going to really be empowered and negotiate and say, I am just as productive without doing that greedy work. I'm more productive because I'm rested, I'm self-developed and I've taken some self-care to myself to make sure that I'm the best person I am when I'm showing up here. And yeah, guess what? I've trained other people to substitute for me in the work and help me out so that I can be free to you know, be a mom or be a caretaker for a parent, um, but also just kick some booty when I'm at work. So what an interesting episode. Definitely go check it out. There's so much more to the conversation. Uh, I'm so curious, what will you choose as a leader? Are you family and then career or did you have your career first and then family you know for me i had my career and i met my husband uh, about a year after or i started dating my husband about a year after i started my work um but both of us just said you know we're not going to uh you know, move for one another if we find a job until we're engaged and we're going to be married, until this is like serious, serious. And uh, so I think that just speaks to the fact that we're like, you got to do yourself, you got to do your career, you got to have your, uh, do what's good for you first. And then, okay, now we're committed. Okay, let's do this together, right? And now we're both heavily invested in each other's success. So yeah, and then, you know, as a mom, I think, you know, I... I prioritize my family and my children, um, but I, I still want my career. So, but at what expense? Right. And that's where that greedy work comes in. How can you do your work better? Um, and not feel guilty and not, you know, have to forge through in that, in that greedy work. Well, have a substitute, have standard work, have good communication, develop, help other people develop themselves, have good relationships and hand your work off when necessary. All right, everybody, I hope you take care and enjoyed this episode. If you did, please send me a message on Instagram at Kayla Fahey Arndt. Um, Make sure you subscribe to this podcast if you're not already and leave a good rating or review and uh, suggest this podcast to some of your friends. Send it to them and let them know like, hey, she's talking all things leadership as well as mindset and personal growth and development. Okay, everybody, have a wonderful day and take care and don't forget to be a light. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I wanted to let you know about something new that I'm doing. If you could please leave me a rating and review on iTunes or write in your Apple podcast app, I would so appreciate it. Each week I'm going to be doing a drawing and sending an email to a winner just to say thank you with some treats, tips, and a little bit of extras because I really want to get this podcast out to more people. And I want to hear how it's helping you getting feedback about what you love to hear about and what you love about the podcast so I can keep doing that. Also, if you'd like to connect with me on a deeper level, check out my website at glowgetterslife.com. You'll find links to my About Me page so you can learn about me and my journey in leadership. You'll find links to my blog, my podcast for more episodes and to my YouTube channel. And you can also find links to the templates and leadership planners I've created as well as my free resource library. All right, thanks so much. And until next time, be a light.